If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hi there, and welcome to episode 44 of the CanadaFootballChat.com Recruiting Masters podcast brought to you by the CFC Insider. I'm host Katie Burt alongside Clint Etley, and you are listening to the number one place for all your football recruiting and prospect news across Canada. If you're listening to this show for the very first time, welcome. We're so glad that you've joined us. Today is our Recruiting Masters bullpen edition, where we introduce you to the latest prospects that the CFC Scouting Bureau is taking a second look at for our CFC player rankings. You can find these rankings on the rankings menu on CanadaFootballChat.com with your gold CFC Insider membership. You can check out the latest CFC 200 classes of 2020, 2021, and 22 as well as the CFC 60 Sejep Juco rankings, the CFC 40 U Sports and NCAA rankings, and the CFC 10 specialist rankings. Clint, how's it going? Good, good. Just another week out here on the West Coast. West Coast is the best coast. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, just joking. You don't want to get people's hair on fire just already. Just joking. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> But uh, no, all is good. Uh, just working our way through the end. Uh, it is actually ended now. The school year has ended. So, but yeah, got lots of players sending in stuff. Players doing their responsible social distancing mm-hmm. workouts, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, some even wearing masks while they work out, which I don't know if that's just to get in better cardio shape or whatever. But sure, uh, just don't following the health and safety guidelines. Make sure you can breathe, <laughs> and then <laughs> that's uh, true. Yeah, so I think we're probably most likely we're gonna have a in BC. It looks like high the, school season. The, you know, it looks promising, anyways. Right it looks now, looks promising uh, as opposed to the U Sports that canceled their season, which that's probably two weeks old now. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I think that's a little early to be doing that, but whatever. But we are. But let's talk the about these six kids <laughs> uh, who you have identified and put into our. Bullpen. Bullpen. And actually, one of them was added to the updated class of 2022, and two others are being considered right now. Which is coming out in a couple weeks? uh, I'm not sure. We just did the 2022, so we're kind of two or three weeks ahead of the game. And now we're actually going through and doing the CFC 60, which is CGIP and Junior College. However, it's not going to be a great year for junior college football uh, for Canadians, because I'm pretty sure that nobody's looking at going down right now, outside of the the bigger schools like the New Mexico Military uh, Institute, yeah. and maybe a couple, one or two other schools, but we usually don't find them too much other places. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, 2022 we updated. Way to go, Jack Work. And then uh, <laughs> the CFC 60, we're gonna have that done by tomorrow afternoon. We're just putting it through the algorithm, and then checking some final stats from last year's uh, CGIP, uh Accolades, honors, and stats. 
And we're excited too because our CFC events are are going to be going ahead in a modified version according to each provincial's health and safety guidelines. So uh, we will be rolling out some information at the beginning of July regarding that, and that's exciting because it uh, it gives a bit of hope for these kids who have been, you know, doing their best to stay in shape and coming up with their own workouts, and they're missing their teammates, and yep. and I just think it's it. It's positive all around. Oh, I think so. It's just, you know, you know what? It's not going to be, well, it's going to be different. Uh, what do they say yeah, now all modified. the time? The new norm. It's okay. <laughs> so, but like a combine for us would generally be packed into a, say a three, what, maybe four hour time window. So we're, we're essentially, cause it's the different time of the year. We're going to be outside. Yep. So we're actually going to do them in eight hour blocks of time. And everything's going to be spaced out to the distance that it has to be. And a lot of sanitization. And <laughs> players will not be anywhere close to one another. So as far as our stuff goes, there will not be like the competitive period as they would have seen in the past. Right. However, the combine will be completely spread out. The testing, yep. As will the indie period will still be spread out. They won't be working as fast into a setting as they did before because there will be like a sanitation uh, kind of lag or period and there will be no one-on-ones as they all remember because there's not going to be any competitive in-your-face stuff so but we're still going to do it because i still want to build the roster for the tsn game and then who knows what happens something may happen and we got the roster built and those top 80 players know who is who and who's good to go so we're still going to shoot for that yeah it's exciting so be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at ChatFootball, Instagram, CFC underscore football, and YouTube, as well as, don't forget to check out our new digital store, which we have some fantastic recruiting resources, such as the NCAA and U Sports Recruiting Guides, and our own Clint Utley is going to be providing a film analysis product where um, players can purchase his expertise basically in order to evaluate their film provide a a very in-depth scouting report um per se and then also do a one-on-one phone call uh to go over the film correct yeah that's the only way that'll happen you can contact us and request something like that i will never call you (laughs) uh but yeah you can you can request that it's it's a pretty uh, in-depth process and we actually go through it uh, with the fine-tooth comb i just hope prospects realize that they're going to get an honest assessment and then when the time does come if they so choose or would like the phone call or if we actually are going to tag the call to everything uh we're just basically going to review that report card we'll call it and it's That's a good way we're just reviewing it for kids so they know where they're at because yeah. i know there's a lot of kids who maybe don't realize how good they actually are and the skill set in or two and then there's some who think they're better than i'm going to the show (laughs) coach and i'm like man i hope you go but it's probably going to be as a sports doctor and you're a great kid and you're a great kid but i'm not it's not my job to deter a young man with his uh, dreams and or his goals no it's just to make them realistic so he could actually attain some of them and really enjoy the success of kind of bridging or gapping or conquering a goal so but if you are five foot eleven and you don't run a four four you're probably not gonna go to the show go to the show so and i'm talking about a real time 
There was a crazy article I read. It was where did I read it? It was uh, <laughs> it was either done by the USA Football or the Rivals or I think it was Rivals or somebody like that. And they said that uh, they showed NFL players. It showed their NFL combine times. And then it showed their high school time. And in most cases, the high school times <laughs> was faster. were between three and five tenths faster. <laughs> which is like, for those of you who are into track, that is crazy. I'm going to say the old high school coach <laughs> may not have got a lot of sleep the night before he ran the testing. <laughs> or something. But there was one of them that was ridiculous. But we're talking like three to five tenths. So I'm not going to explain that because I'm not a track person. I just know how to look at that. But it's it's uh, it's impossible. It's insignificant. <laughs> I, he ran a five or a four or five? Well, does it matter? <laughs> Did he run a four or a four or five? Well, you know, they're close. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, we read that. So make sure when you're running your times, it's got to be laser time. And when we run you, it's going to be laser. So we don't want to like blow your mind and you've never been timed by a professional and or. Uh, and they're like, it's, it's seconds. Oh, yeah. Just lower. like, oh, yeah. And we can tell too. We can tell right now. You can tell because yeah. of the amount of social media and all the stuff that goes with it. Uh, I actually find out sometimes about players in our own backyard who are getting recruited by FCS, FBS schools, and they're kids who have never, ever played high school football. And they somehow are getting recruited. How is that? By, yeah, exactly. Because social media. They see the kid, and the kid didn't even like play high school ball. He played community. But he's like 6'4", 225 pounds, and ran a ridiculous uh, like track and field sequence of events or events. And people literally, they're all over him now. Good thing he lives uh, in New West. Wow. So on that note, we are going to get right into these prospects that are in our bullpen. Our first one is Benjamin McJanet. He's class of 2021. He's six foot four, 180 pounds, quarterback receiver. Uh, is out of Saskatchewan, Delisle Composite School. He's, um, you know, he's a pretty good prospect. Obviously, his frame is outstanding. Um, I believe he plays nine man football. Yeah, he does. I, I always get a nine. I get a big kick out of that because we see it in Canada. We see it in we see it in Man- Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and like New Brunswick. New Brunswick, yeah. We see the six man, right? We've watched six man. We've watched yeah, a fair share of nine man. And Quebec has a good six and nine man league. Yeah, they'll well, run right? the nine man too when they run at alignment. So. Yeah. I actually get a big kick out of watching it because it's like seven on seven rugby. <laughs> it's like a track meet because the, the the actually the talented players make play after play after play because there's literally th- between three and six less people on the field. So if you block three of them, there's only three left. If you make the first two miss, you got like a Canadian football field to. So it's actually like. Yeah, it is the true essence of basketball on grass. Well, and so. he is a long strider, so he can cover a lot of ground. Oh, a lot of ground. <laughs> and I, I love, like, just watching it because the kids are making plays and just watching. You can see on the bench, like, the benches are going nuts. They're having fun. The coaches are going nuts. Yeah. And I, I can't even imagine. I don't even know where you start with scheming up people in six-man football. Because it'd be like, 
like how about we block everybody left and we'll not block the last guy and then our best guy will just run around him over him through him they'll hurdle him and he'll go into the end zone <laughs> well and it's no surprise that uh mcjanet wants to play for the rough riders he is a saskatchewan boy most of the well a lot of those kids stay home right yeah. so especially i know I know Saskatchewan's kind of rebuilt pretty quick there, the Huskies. Yeah. I know Regina had a transition this winter that uh, yeah. I don't think many people saw coming. But Regina's been up and down, sort of, and they were down for a bit there with coaching changes. Hopefully they can find their guy. Well, and they've got the, that's the home of the Hilltoppers, is it not? CGFL? No, that's Saskatoon? in Saskatoon. Well, but Saskatchewan, though, their junior league is pretty good. Yeah, but like kids who are from the Hilltoppers in Saskatoon probably are not from they're not from regina so there might be that kind of thing and then you gotta also remember that the regina rams were one of the powerhouse junior programs before they became a u-sports team so they were kind of different when they started up i don't know if they've transitioned towards like a true u-sports team but they used to be very much a junior program that would beat just about everybody Maybe the exception being the Hilltoppers. So right. I'm not sure. Is there a rivalry between <laughs> Saskatoon and Regina? <laughs> Anyways. Ding, 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 ding. I know Coach Flory's done a really good job at Saskatchewan. And I know that Regina just had a transition. So, however this kid ends up, he'll probably stay in province. And he's a six foot four, 180 pound for me. He's an inside receiver. So, six foot four, 180 pounds. Bulk him up. Turn him into a dog or a ram, and he'll be a six foot four, two hundred and fifteen pound like football player with a tremendous work ethic from the plains of Canada, who are tough with work ethic, and they just seem to yeah turn into really good football players. Our next <coughs> excuse me. Our next prospect is uh, class of twenty twenty two Levi McKenzie. He's six foot one, 185 pounds. He's a defensive back out of Ontario, goes to Richview. Uh, he has pretty good movement skills. Uh, he anticipates the ball pretty well, and he's got pretty good pursuit. What do you like about him? Uh, most of his really, most of his good plays were in 12-man football as a defensive halfback, so in the seams. So that's kind of where I noticed him. He seemed to do a lot of good things. Uh, he wasn't like a like a total game changer, but he was, he did some really good things. And the fact that he's 6'1", 185, uh, I find that extremely interesting because uh, a six foot one, 185 pound defensive halfback, that's a big dude. Yeah, you like uh, him. Yeah, and he did some really good, he did some really good jobs playing the seams. Like if you're, he was putting his hands on people, he was jamming the routes, he was picking the ball off, but he, he was really good at a lot of things, but he wasn't like flat out just great, yeah, there's a lot of potential there. Mm-hmm. And just going back to the 6'1", 185. <laughs> Our next prospect is another 2022 kid, Malik Brown. He's 6'2", 210 pounds. He's a quarterback out of Nova Scotia. I believe he played at Citadel, um, but now he's going down to the Western Reserve Academy. Um, he's got pretty good touch. Poise got pretty good field vision. What do you like about uh, Levi? He's a good player. I think he played 9 and 10 at Citadel. Uh, now at Western Reserve Academy. He's one of the quarterbacks we're actually evaluating for the 2022 uh, right now um, because he honestly would be better than some of the quarterbacks at the bottom of the list. So we'll have to uh, get some more film from Western Reserve Academy. I know his film this year kind of demonstrated 
he made some nice throws. Yeah, he wasn't he bad. He extended some plays. Yep. You could tell he has poise and kind of he's savvy yeah. just by the way he would escape pressure and then like make some solid throws downfield. So, yeah. Yep. I really liked him. Our next prospect is uh, Jack Warwick. He's a t- another 2022 kid. Um, also, I believe that we he may have an appearance on our next edition of the CFC 150. Yeah, go. Jack, that's it, buddy! <laughs> uh, Jack is 6'4", 250 pounds. He's an offensive tackle out of Alberta, Strathmore High School. Um, he does a good job base blocking and drive blocking. I thought um, he opens up huge run lanes. He does. He just creates movement. Lots oh, like of movement. when I showed him to you the first time, you were like, yeah, we need to look at this kid closer. Yep. You know what? Uh, offensive line, offensive tackles, we don't find a ton of them. But like he actually, you can tell in the first five or six clips because they just create massive movement and huge run lanes, which he did. Mm-hmm. And then the ability to like move their feet and like recover Sometimes when they put in a negative situation, like on their pass set, that always jumps out to me. And then there's just like really good high school linemen need to be complete and utter maulers, Mm -hmm. like just destroying people, blowing open in huge run lanes. And they all have to be minimum 6'4", minimum 250. So he checks all those boxes. Well, and he's young. He's just going to put weight on. Yeah, he would be a true grade, yeah. Grade 10, so, right? Yep, grade 10 would be 2022. Yep. So yeah, he's going to be a monster. He'll probably be a six foot, hope he keeps growing, six foot four, 285 pound monster by the time he's done. Mm-hmm. Got to like those prairie boys there, eh? <laughs> hard work, hard work. So we'll look for Jack to be on the next uh, ranking. Our next prospect is uh, the youngest of the group, uh, 2024, Ryan Begadon. He's six feet, 165, another... Um, Quarterback out of Ontario goes to Bishop Tonos. Um, is it Tonos? Is that Tonus? Tonos. I always thought it was Tonos. Tonos or Tonos. Um, they play in that Tonus. Hamilton, that Hamilton Catholic it's league. A tough league, to yeah, play yeah. In. with STM and yeah. all those guys. So, Cardinal Newman. Yeah. Uh, no, Cardinal Newman's in the public system. Cardinal Newman. So it would be Newman? Catholic Central, wouldn't it? Not? No, it's Cardinal Newman. I played in that league. I actually won a G-Hack championship as a St. Mary's Crusader baby. Last time they probably won it. Anyways, but what do I know? Uh, anyways. <laughs> Sorry. We're Sorry, gonna, Katie. We're going to move on here. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, or Begadon has, I thought he had pretty good ball handling skills. Um, his accuracy is pretty good. He put some of the throws in some tight windows. Um, what do you like about him? He did. He was a younger kid, and I don't know if he was playing up or if he was playing at his age level, but he made some impressive throws. Uh, I like watching quarterbacks, too, to see how they deal with pressure and, and getting flushed and so on and so forth. Well, he, he would have had pressure there. Well, yeah, he was running for his life. So, I mean, uh, and he did a good job running for his life. It's one of those classics where the quarterback is in the gun, gets the snap, and there's instant pressure. Which Needless is, to say, he can extend plays with his feet. He can extend plays with his feet, but he's not like a sprinter burner type. But he's like, it's basically catch the ball, and then it's like a jailbreak to him. And then he runs around and makes a play. <laughs> it's, fun to, it's fun to watch the young kids. Especially when they're running for their lives. <laughs> I'm joking about that. <laughs> our next uh, our next prospect, or our last one we're going to talk about, is Ben Walker. He's class of 2022. 
He's six foot three, hundred and seventy-five pounds. Uh, receiver again out of Ontario. Plays at Powerhouse Nelson. Um, he can adjust to the ball in flight. I thought he has really good speed and great hands. What do you like about him? Uh, I liked how he ran his routes. I liked how he can create separation from the DBs. And he's like super athletic he's after very, the catch. He's super athletic, yeah. So I mean, he would be one of the players. That I think we talked about ten or twelve today. There's like between three and possibly four, two for sure that are going on the list. But he would be in that boat just because he's grade ten and he's six three, one seventy five. And if you're at Nelson and I don't know if he's the primary receiver or not, and you're in grade ten, I don't know if his clubs were JV or not. They didn't seem to be. So he's going to be really good. Uh, Nelson's always been really good, mm-hmm. uh, but he he made a couple of really legit plays where he kind of like looked video gameish, where he would catch a ball and then it was just he was in the end zone. So yeah, looking forward to to watch a bit more of Ben and see if he's see if he does make it on there because he he looks like a solid prospect. Oh, totally. He's got everything you're looking for. So mm-hmm. so that's it for us today. Be sure to uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at ChatFootball, CFC underscore football for our Instagram and YouTube. And don't forget to check out the digital store that I mentioned at the top of the show. At the beginning of the show. Beginning of the show. Beginning there. of the podcast, actually. <laughs> there we go. My, my mouth is getting all tongue twisted. We also ha- are selling CFC merchandise. So if you want t-shirts and sweaters and hoodies and all that fun stuff, you can check that out as well. Um, on CFC or CanadaFootballChat.com. Can I just add one more point? Uh, Now that we're not going to have a season, a youth sports season, I would like to nominate the Acadia Axemen as this year's national champions. Thank you. (laughs) We have to say that because we're both Acadia uh, alumni. (laughs) Go Axemen. It's going to be weird with no youth sports. I know. Especially now that the Axemen have won the mythical (laughs) national championship. Are you to call up Coach Cummins and congratulate call him? Coach they were like 10-0 and 0 when they <laughs> got bounced last year. <laughs> we digress. We digress, but they're the champs. <laughs> All right, that's it for us today. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.